Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Hello, Andrew. Hello there, everyone. We are continuing in Galatians chapter 3, and I, I will admit, I think today we're going to get a little technical. You know, that's okay. People come for text talk for some, you know, some probably for the delightful banter. I think most, though, for a devotional time, a little reading of the word, a little prayer together. But every once in a while, we want to we wanna get a little deeper, do some teaching. This is going to be more of a Bible study talk. Well, I hope most people are coming for the devotion. I think most are coming in hopes that we'll have an outtake. <laughs> that's only if you go by the feedback we get <laughs> are most of our listeners hoping for an outtake <laughs> yeah so normally normally uh, just a little bit of a devotional type conversation no, but, but today here in galatians chapter three it does get uh, gets a, gets a little deep here and, and a little technical and so i'm excited about it though galatians three oh no it's, one through this nine. is gonna be a great it's gonna be a great one uh i'm gonna go ahead and read it and then we'll get in is galatians chapter three verses one through nine from the new king james version O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth, before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified? This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun in the Spirit, are you now being made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain? If indeed it was in vain, therefore he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Just as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Therefore, know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham and the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith preach the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. Gospel message right here as Paul has now moved away from explaining to the Galatians, I haven't changed. I am continuing to see, teach the same gospel. Now he's getting into explaining that gospel a little bit more deeply, especially with an emphasis on here's why these Judaizing teachers, the ones who are wanting to bring the law into the gospel, here's why they are not correct. And in his explaining the gospel, he does this powerful job of preaching it, making it clear from the Old Testament scriptures. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's reasonable to assume that Judaizing influences would be all about the Old Testament and all about a father Abraham. Mm -hmm. And so the Apostle Paul can use that very content and demonstrate, this is God's plan all along. Let me make this clear to you. I think one of the struggles that I have with this these two paragraphs is it's very easy to miss the forest for the trees. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to start parsing out the sentences and trying to define the well, words. Well, it's easy if you know grammar. <laughs> I mean, not as easy for some uh, okay, of us okay, as Okay, okay, hold, hold on. I'm not saying it's easy to parse oh, okay. and define words. I'm that, saying that's, what's that's easy is to get caught up with that. Okay. It's easy to get caught up in, here's how I'm going to figure out what this paragraph means. I'm going to get caught up in parsing uh, grammar and defining words. And once I once I 
slice through all the definitions and figure out what each little word means, then I'm, then I'm going to be able to figure it out. And when we do that, I think sometimes we miss the big point. I think there's a big point that these rhetorical questions all drive to, mm-hmm. and it's really helpful. But what happens here, and this, how I get there, is I notice that Paul is making a series of contrasts. Okay. And I can get caught up in trying to figure out the defini- definition of each word, but when I recognize he's contrasting things, I start to see... Um, a, a picture. Okay. I start to see a picture that he's making. So for instance, he contrasts works of law with hearing of faith. And so works and hearing are contrasted. Law and faith are contrasted. Verse, verse two. That's in verse two. At. Yeah. Okay. Verse two. Let me All ask right. you only this. Did you receive the spirit by works of law or by hearing of faith? And so works contrasted with hearing, law contrasted with faith. Then in verse 3, are you so foolish? Having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? Are you, are you, you began in the Spirit. Are mm-hmm. you ending with the flesh? So now we've got Spirit contrasted with flesh. The flesh. So okay. here we, we see these series of contrasts. And it's a little confusing. It's a little bit vague. What, what's going on here? However, I, we, we do need to keep in mind, and this is a struggle as we do our conversations the way we do, where we go through bits of the text and, and, and then build the picture. Sometimes we do forget that Galatians, Paul intended it to all be read at once. Yeah. And so that we get the whole picture. Yeah. And so I think what what is helpful here is if we jump into chapter four. So if we were mm-hmm. in one of those Galatian congregations and this letter was being read, as we hear these contrasts here, we might be a little bit confused. What's the picture? But he actually comes back in verse 21 and he gives a picture, or chapter four, verse 21, where he gives a picture, shows a contrast that I think clarifies the big picture of his contrasts. So if I can just go ahead and jump ahead, and I know we'll talk about this again next week, but in Galatians 4.21, tell me, you who desire to be under the law, do you not listen to the law? That's kind of like your point a minute ago. Yeah. That if folks are wanting to bring the law in, well, okay, well, let's listen to it. Right. Because the law actually, as he says in Galatians 3, was leading us to Jesus. It does. So it let, does. And and particularly the emphasis upon Abraham. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, okay, for verse 22, chapter 4, for it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by a slave woman, one by a free woman. But the son of the slave woman was according to the flesh. Remember, that was one of the things in chapter 3. That's, that's right. a part of our contrast. Right. Flesh While the son of the free woman was born through the promise. promise. Huh. That's interesting. So that's a new word. So now, here, instead of contrasting flesh and spirit, he's contrasting flesh and promise. However, watch this. In verse 29 of chapter 4, But just as at that time he who was born according to the flesh persecuted him who was born according to the Spirit. Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden what we realize is the contrast between flesh and spirit is the same contrast as between flesh and promise. Mm -hmm. Isaac was born of the promise of the Spirit. Being born of the Spirit. Okay, so being born of the Spirit meant being born of the Spirit's promise. God, through His Spirit, had promised Mm -hmm. this son is going to come. Mm -hmm. That's what Mm -hmm. it meant for Isaac to be born of the Spirit. Yeah. All of a sudden, I now understand what it meant for Ishmael to be born of the flesh. Paul is not saying hey, Isaac was born biologically, excuse me, Ishmael was born biologically and Isaac wasn't, or Ishmael was genetically the son of Abraham and Isaac wasn't. That's not what he's saying. Correct. He's saying that Isaac was born according to God's promise. Mm-hmm. Ishmael was born according to man's flesh and strength. And so what happened was Abraham and Sarah 
concocted their own plan by yeah. their own strength yeah. in hoping that they would make God's plan get accomplished right. instead of just hearing God's promise and acting accordingly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now we back into chapter three. Having that contrast in our mind, I think now we can understand what's the contrast of works and hearing, law and faith, flesh and spirit. It's all the same contrast. What what Paul is getting at is when they go to the law, when they're trying to bring the law in, mm-hmm. they are doing the exact same thing that Abraham and Sarah were doing with, with Hagar, Hagar. Yeah. with trying to bring about Ishmael. They were trying to be saved by their own effort, by their own strength, as opposed to simply responding to the promise of God. Mm. Are you with me so far? I think I'm tracking with that. Okay, so what are you hearing there? Well, so one of the things that I'm I'm picking up on is that so oftentimes people see the contrast between faith and works, and where that, you know, there may be some passages to, to talk about those things. Actually, here in Galatians, the contrast is between works and hearing, and it's law and faith. In this in this verse, that's exactly right. In this He's verse contrasting here, works so with we, hearing, law with faith. The works flesh go and with a law as a system where some people could try to save themselves by perfectly working this law. Uh, and yet what Paul had already demonstrated in the second chapter and go on to talk about later on, nobody actually did that. Nobody kept the law perfectly. Nobody worked the law perfectly. And so that system failed versus this hearing of faith wherein there was the promise of God, a promise that began, as, as I read, being made even to Abraham, that through him and his seed was going to be a blessing for all nations, Mm -hmm. which kind of gets us back around to the primary audience of Galatians, Gentiles, people of all nations. God has always had a plan to save you. In this manner, a hearing of faith according to a promise, not this other system, not this other manner, working of law. There was a different people and a different plan for that, a role, I should say, a different role for that. And so as we get these contrasts in our mind, and we are in Galatians 3, what we then recognize is working of law versus hearing of faith, flesh versus spirit, is tied up in this issue of, am I trying to measure up to a list of rules whereby I prove that I am worthy and deserving and I'm strong enough that I measure up, or am I hearing God's promise, believing it? And responding accordingly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. once I grasp that, then I realize that this old debate that we've had about works and which works and and our works involved. See, what folks have said far too long is that the contrast is if it's by works of law, you're saying that you do something. If it's by hearing of faith, you're saying that you didn't do anything. Yeah. Well, well, wait a minute. I thought it said that I heard. Mm. <laughs> I thought it said that I believed. Yeah. Aren't, aren't those me doing things? Well, of course they are. Yeah. What's the, the contrast, though, is, is about the motivation. It's about, am I trying to accomplish this by my own strength, yeah. or am I hearing the promise? Right. See, the, the one who is trying to be justified by works of law says, I'm trying to measure up, and I will save myself by working this law. Mm-hmm. The one who is being justified by the hearing of faith is saying, I can't justify myself. 
So I am listening to the promise of God, I'm believing the promise of God, and I am responding to the promise of God. So the difference between the person trying to be justified by works of law and the person trying to be justified by hearing of faith is not that one does something and the other one does nothing. They're actually both going to be doing things. Yeah, they're both going to be doing things. They're both going to be acting. They're both going, and unfortunately, this is where getting caught in those weeds of definitions. Well, wait a minute, but isn't that that a work? Look, let's get this picture. This picture is not about a definition of works, and there's those kind of works and and these kinds of works. This is a picture of, am I going to be like Abraham and Sarah, trying to save myself and work God's plan out through my own effort and my own planning, or am I just going to listen to God and act accordingly? Mm -hmm. Am I just going to hear his promise and say, you know what? He promised to save me in Jesus Christ. I'm going to get into Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's really the difference. Am I, am I going to try to save myself? And those who were bringing the law back in, they were bringing back in a system that says, yeah, but what I got to do is save myself. Yeah. And, and when they did that, he said, you were taking the cross of Christ and making it vain, that Christ died in vain. And so it is to undo the whole thing. Yeah, because Christ <laughs> had to die because I can't save myself. Right. If I could save myself, Jesus wouldn't need to die. Exactly. And so what I need to do is listen to the Lord's promise that those in Jesus, they're the ones that are saved. And I'm going to respond accordingly. I'm going to get in Jesus. We're going to talk about that the next couple of days. We're so glad that you've uh, hung with us for a little Bible study here this morning, and uh, it has encouraged me. We'd love to get some feedback from you, though. Send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Uh, jump in on the discussion group at the Facebook. Uh, we love to hear from you. Let's have a word of prayer, Edwin. Holy God, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your promise. Thank you for your promised blessing. Thank you for the promised blessing that is in Jesus Christ. Thank you for the promised blessing that is for all nations in Jesus Christ. And because we believe your promise, Lord, we want to be in your son, Jesus Christ. Please help us to see and know what we must do to be in your son, Jesus, saved by him because we cannot save ourselves. Lord, we love you so much. Thank you for loving us first. Through your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.